listeners, and welcome to our podcast. It's your favorite podcast, and it's called Cosplaying Cocktails. Uh, I am Jesse, as always. As always. And this is Paige. Uh, yep, that's you how the it. podcast starts. You did it backwards again. I know, but uh, you you picked up on it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're we're nothing if not on the ball. Yep. No. Uh, Jesse, you working on anything cosplay wise right now? How how? Uh, I think we're both to the point. We've got a convention now, less than a month away. So I think we're Mm -hmm. both at the point where we have to, or at least me. You've been working steadily. Uh, I haven't. My life is kind of a shambles right now. Uh, that's a dramatic way of phrasing it you're busy I'm busy I've got some kind of sinus infection laryngitis something going on we both are we're both struggling with our yeah (laughs) respiratory system it's supposed to be a bad year for allergies out there folks so you know be careful be be aware of pollen (laughs) look out for pollen beware of the pollen beware of pollen uh you know yeah uh i am literally surrounded by like cosplay and progress right now like on either side of me like hanging up on my mannequins on my table in front of me like on the sewing desk it's everywhere uh, i am too if you consider cosplays and product progress bags of paint and flowers and fabric i mean yeah raw materials Part of mine are just materials i've been doing a lot of dyeing this week uh i dyed a skirt i would consider it a moderate success um i dyed a dress i consider it a regular success uh (laughs) changes had to be made but uh, i still would consider it a success i think it looks a lot better now that it's dyed than it did before it was dyed i'm happy with how it worked but um it's just not the color i was expecting it's a color i like it's a color that will work not the color i was expecting so uh changes had to be made so i just last night put in an order for some stuff to make those changes and then also um decided i needed to start working on a completely new cosplay you will have that so you may or may not see that this year it may be a surprise cosplay. There's another surprise cosplay I had a wild hair and came up with. So maybe a couple surprise cosplays. I was gonna say we hadn't we had an originalist. If you if you're a normal regular listener, you know that we mm-hmm. kind of wrote a list a couple months ago of these are the cosplays that we want to do this year. And we said when we talked about it on the podcast originally, we're like, you know, this could change. Things could be added, things could be dropped, and all of that has happened since. Uh, mm-hmm. We dropped one uh, group cosplay. I still may do it as a solo, but I haven't worked on it at all. We've added a group cosplay. By group, I mean us. Um, yeah, by group, <laughs> we mean pair. A couples, pair cosplay. A couple's cosplay. Yeah, honestly. Um, I think both my boyfriend and your husband are comfortable with the fact that we are uh, I know, actually, I know they both are comfortable uh, with that. I just recently got a membership card for a big box store, and I called you to see if you wanted to be my family member on there, uh, my spouse on there. I do. Uh, it's because I have the other big box membership. Right. So. Um, 
I've also been dying things for cosplays. Uh, mine didn't go as well, but that's okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I think yours went equally as well. Yours was just more important that it be the color that you were expecting. Right. Mine so, was yeah. So I'm going to dye uh, said project <coughs> with some different dye or um, try to buy a pair that are the right color, which I'm not having much luck with. Um, or or I'm, I'm going to end up making them is what's going to happen. So I hope not because I, you know, spent money on the original, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Well, you could do what uh, I did. And if you buy materials that don't end up working, you uh, make a new cosplay for it, make an entirely new cosplay and spend a hundred dollars on uh, materials for an entirely new cosplay. Mm. Listen, um, mm -hmm. Jesse, tell us about your cocktail. Cocktail corner. Yeah, there you go. Use that one. That was a good one. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. So yeah, I have an actual legitimate cocktail um, today. Uh, um, it, well, I guess it couldn't really be, well, we'll talk about whether or not it could be, you, you, you use your own judgment whether it could be made a mocktail listener. I'll tell you what's in it. I'm so on the edge of my seat right now. Uh, this is a cocktail I got from your mom, actually. Paige, oh, yeah. um, listener, not your mom. I don't know your, your mom. mom. So anyway, I got it from your mom, comma, Paige, Paige's mom, Kim. Um, she sent me a cocktail and I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds delicious. And I have all the ingredients for it already. And she said, yeah, I know. That's why I sent it to you. It made me immediately think of you. So I was like, I'm going to make that for our next episode we record. So that's what I did. Um, so I will try to go back and look at that video that she sent me so we can give credit to the TikToker. Anna Chamberlain is her name. And let me see if she's got a, uh, I'm, I just followed. Okay, she's on Instagram. She's at Spirited LA. Um, and on TikTok, she's at Hannah Chamberlain. And it's just all um, different, really interesting cocktail ideas. Um, uh, there's a caramel apple one. There's a lot of Halloween ones. There's big punches for party drinks. A lot of seasonal and uh, vintage drinks. Um, uh, really, really cool. A lot of them are affordable cocktails, which we love since we're both broke because we spent all our money on cos um, cosplay. Um, uh, Look her up on the TikTok. And like I said, this is the only recipe of hers that I've actually tried. They all look delicious. And this one, I can vouch, is delicious and super, super simple. The recipe took uh, a minute it's an old-fashioned but it's an earl gray tea old-fashioned um so how i made it instead of using regular simple syrup um i used i made earl gray simple syrup but she had the recipe for in the video um i actually used three different brands of earl gray tea because i couldn't decide which one to use because i had i had about seven brands of earl gray tea which as Paige knows I love tea. I have a lot of tea. Anyway, um, so I made uh, the Earl Grey simple syrup. You just boil water and sugar like you would to make regular simple syrup and then steep in some Earl Grey tea bags. Um, 
uh, whiskey, I used Maker's Mark 46, uh, which is a fancy bourbon. Um, uh, one of my favorite bourbons, actually. Uh, I just bought a new bottle of it, so I used Maker's Mark 46. Um, I made a big Death Star ice cube, my Death Star ice mold to get extra fancy. Um, the recipe recommended using bergamot uh, bitters. Yeah. Uh, since there's bergamot in Earl Grey tea, but you couldn't <laughs> find bergamot bitters in my- Yeah, I can't imagine um, that being something local. No. So they also said you could use orange bitters. She said in the, the video, you could use orange bitters since bergamot and orange are both citrus. And I did have orange bitters. Orange bitters are my preferred bitters for most drinks. Yeah. Um, so I used orange bitters and she recommended um, gar um, garnishing with a twist of lemon, but instead I garnished with four Luxardo cherries because as um, you do, that's who I am as a person. Yeah. Uh, it's delicious. It's very good. I would say it's one of, if not the best cocktail I've made for the podcast, but it's also right up my alley. I love an old fashioned. I love whiskey. I love Earl Grey tea and really all of the flavors, nothing. I was worried about the tea overpowering the whiskey, or the whiskey overpowering the tea. That's not the case. It's really well balanced. Um, it's maybe a little sweet with as many cherries as I put in. Maybe, maybe one cherry. Hey, Jess, are you feeling curious about anything over there? Yeah, I am. Oh, you jingle. Something's on my Um, so this is a bit of a spoiler for the theme of the episode, but I wanted to ask you, Paige, and also you, friend and listener, uh, what is your favorite fandom group of five? So your favorite fandom quintet or pintet, if you're a chemist. I have no idea. What, what do you, like, in what context? Any group of five. Any group of five people or items that in fandom a grouping of five okay what about buddy i feel stumped any kind of group then i'll <coughs> open it up um anything that comes as more than one anything oh. that's known for being a group hobbitses i thought you might i was thinking maybe the fellowship as a whole what about you um, yeah, probably the whole fellowship of the ring. If we're doing an entire grouping group of five specifically, also the five OG Sailor Scouts. I think they complement each other uh, really, really well. Yeah. I was just having a hard time thinking of like five, like exactly five. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there technically are more Sailor Scouts. Um than just the, but that's like the OG. Does it have to be fandom? Five. Did you say nerdy? I did. I said fandom specifically, but. Okay, right. I have. Are you going to say NSYNC? Yeah. <laughs> you can say NSYNC if you want. We won't hold it. There's not a whole lot of rules on this podcast. Uh, so on today's episode, we were trying to think of uh, little episodes that we could do in between. We've got some cool interviews this year. We've got cons to go to. We've got 
stuff we're really excited we're, yeah, about. We're finally getting to the point in the podcast I would say we wanted to be at. Right. We're, um, we're finally getting to the point where we're going to a lot of cons this year, uh, but they're all during con season again. The past couple of years or past year, they've been a lot more spread out because there's a lot yeah. of cons doing uh, their convention not at their normal time because of COVID, because of when they can get the convention center, when it's safe to do so. Um, so we've got like a con every month for like the next six months, five months. I mean, April, yeah. May, probably maybe June, July, August, and September. So yeah, we've got like a con the next five, six months. Um, yeah. So uh, we wanted to have episodes we could do as we're working on cosplays that aren't just us, you know, describing what we're working on. There's not really enough content there. And also that aren't just interviews. We love doing the interviews. Um, we but, like to space know, it out. We right, like to have a variety of content. Some other, you know, kind of lighter, not that the interview, but like we do t discuss some heavy topics in some of the interviews if you listen to our last interview episode we yeah. talked about a lot of the negatives of the cosplay community how it can be um uninclusive right. of people that don't fit a certain ideal or stereotype right. of like you know straight white cisgendered um movie star looking folks so uh yeah uh, that was, you know, not that that whole episode was heavy. It was really fun to do. And I think also really important to do, but uh, we don't, you know, we want to do some fun ones in there too, just for like random shit, yeah. throwing stuff at the wall, see what works, see what's fun for us, see what's fun yeah. for you. So in trying to come up with episodes that are kind of a little bit different. Um, we stole this. You should mention that we've uh stolen this from we poached uh, this shane yeah. midday and ryan bergara listen we're really uh, big Google buzzfeed Boys. unsolved uh fans they are now uh we are watcher yeah they're now uh, watcher. we are really big fans of theirs and we really enjoy their top five beatdown um and we just thought it was a fun thing that they do that's entertaining yeah. and doesn't really pertain to shit yeah it's just kind of a random thing but it's still fun to watch we can it's do that fun. It's fun to for us to discuss our top fives of whatever topics we thought that might be fun for you, listener, to do yep. um, with some fanomy topics. We solicited our listeners and our social media yep. followers, and we got some really good topics for things to do top five countdowns for. Can I tell them what I've named this segment? You sure can. You're so proud of it. So mm. we're going to call this uh, temporarily, maybe, question mark uh top five geek down now theirs is called top five beat down uh we didn't want to kind of again they're not the first people to think of doing a countdown no. obviously and we're not but doing that, the same categories right and that is but that is where we got the idea to do this for an episode and also we just love them not that they need pr from us but, but they'll get uh, it um so today's episode of the top five geek down. The top five geek down. You're so proud of it. The top five geek down. Top five geek down. Come up with the jingle, Jesse. Get on the ball. Um, like top five. 
down. How's that? Uh, so on this, our first episode of Top Five Geek Down. Top Five Geek Down. Good job. That's it now. That's it. I've been drinking That's whiskey. It. It's only going to get worse from here. Um, we uh, polled our Instagram followers and we said, guys, gals, people, not binary pals. There we go. Every what gender you, in between. What do you want to see us rank? Top Five uh on the podcast what what is of interest to you make it nerdy and we got some really great um really great responses the one we're going to draw from tonight was from um actually a cosplay duo um that we met at comic palooza in houston last year um we ran into them at our hotel talked to them at the elevators they ended up being in the cosplay contest we were really impressed with their cosplays they were um cosplaying as uh agatha and Scarlet Witch from WandaVision. It looked amazing. Um, and we have since uh, followed them on, you know, the social media and done the things. Uh, they are called Historically Laced. Um, so you should go check them out. But they uh, suggested fictional drinking establishments. They wanted us to rank our favorite or the best, I guess, fictional drinking establishments. And I think this was a really good one. It was. Um, because it's relevant to the podcast uh, yeah so uh, and, thanks, yeah uh, thanks to historically late um i thought that was a really good uh submission it's on brand for our podcast and we probably would not have come up with it ourselves so um so we're gonna start at five and go to one we're gonna go one at a time and we'll probably talk about it a little bit. I reckon that at least one of these, I made a distinct, well, I'll talk about it. I made uh, on Do all you think they're going to be the same on the same number? Uh, I reckon, here's the thing. I think we have the same fandom at number one, probably. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Up to you. Uh, you go first. Okay. Uh, so Number five. five. Number five for me uh, for fictional drinking establishments is the Moss Eisley Cantina uh, on Tatooine from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is one I actually was kind of conflicted yeah. about putting on there because uh, it's, you know, it's a hive of villainy and scum. I think that's yeah. the literal uh, quote from the movie. Um, Good old so, Obi -Wan. Uh, it's not really a place that you might want to go if you lived in the star wars universe but i think most of us star wars fans would want to go there right uh i thought about the cantina um uh maz katana's mm -hmm. on takadana from the new uh star wars trilogy but i really thought maz eyes they're both kind of sketchy mm -hmm. uh equally sketchy so i thought most likely is more like epic, like right. It's iconic. more um yeah, iconic to the Star Wars story. And you know, sometimes sketchy bars, holes in the wall are the best bars. They've got a you know, rock and band, the do 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 uh what Max Rebo. Uh if you didn't know, that's some Star Wars trivia for you. Uh again, I was kind I felt like Star Wars should be on there somewhere. 
Uh, I tried to take into consideration. Oh, I really did put legitimate amount of thought into these. I did. Uh, I wanted to be able to defend them if you pressed me. So I wanted to pick not only just fandoms that I enjoyed, but also places I legitimately might want to go. So Moss Eisley is at five, uh, just because it's so sketchy. It has nothing, uh, you know, Star Wars is one of, if not my top fandom. So um, I literally, I'm going to flash it real quick. I have like a whole list here that I came up with and Moss Eisley's was on mine, but I actually didn't put it on my final list. That's the one that I thought we may have in common. Yeah, I had it on there, but I was like, I kind of wanted to, uh, I knew we'd have at least one in common. Um, So I was trying to think of some different ones that maybe you wouldn't have. Um, Yeah, I looked up, in fairness, I don't know if this is cheating or not, but for, I did look up, there's a Wikipedia list of fictional drinking. Oh, is it really? Yeah, fictional taverns and pubs. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't missing any. Uh, I had to look up the name of two, uh, Uh, but I I knew what. I, there was one I had forgotten about that I wouldn't have thought of without the Wikipedia, the other ice I had yeah. um, without the Wikipedia, but there were some on there I'd forgotten about, but I ultimately decided not to put on the list. We can maybe talk about those if it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so my number five is one that I had to look up the name of, uh, because I would not have remembered. It's called The Raven and it's from Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is, uh, the bar that Marion, uh, inherits from her dad and it's in Nepal and like it is revisited I think it's burned down by Nazis at one point and then like God damn Nazis God damn Nazis everybody (laughs) but it's uh it's one of those iconic scenes in Indiana Jones where he like turns to leave and she like grabs a hold of him and turns around and they kiss and it's just one of those things I remember and it's like a hut bar basically but it's just one of those things that i remember oh you meant like a hut like a small shack yes correct not like like java like no like java like a yaba uh so the raven from indiana jones uh is my number five okay Um, jesse what's your number four number four i have the winking skeever located in uh salt the city of solitude in the country of skyrim i uh, i knew that i wanted to have a skyrim pub there are a bunch of pubs and inns in the entire elder scrolls uh game series um skyrim is i did play oblivion first but skyrim you know, it's one of, if not the most popular video game of all time for a reason. Um, and there are a lot of pubs, inns, drinking establishments in Skyrim. So I thought long and hard about which one was my favorite. Um, uh, I'm partial to Solitude. Uh, also, I just think the Winking Skeever is a very cute name. Um uh, a skeever, for those of you who don't play uh, the Elder Scrolls game, is like a um, like a chipchilla and a rat had a baby, uh, um, like a rodent, like a large, like a rodent of unusual size, like a dog yeah. size, like a dog sized rodent. It was hard for me to narrow it down um, to one from Skyrim, but for those reasons, uh, I picked the Winking Skeever. 
yeah, I knew that you were going to have a uh, Skyrim on there at some point. Honest, so that was one that I had to, again, I really did think about these and put some thought into them. Uh, I know it may not seem like it from our podcast sometimes that uh, I put thought and effort into it, but I really did. So originally I also had Fallout on there, but those are both RPG games. They're both by, made by Bethesda, the same company. And I didn't really feel like I wanted, there were, I had several and since I could only choose five, I didn't feel like I really wanted to include two from such similar franchises. And the pubs really play more of a role in the Elder Scrolls franchise than they do in Fallout in general. Uh, there's a lot more of them. They play a lot more important role in general. Um, so, uh, and they're just prettier. Uh, to be honest, everything in Fallout's kind of gross because it's the, the apocalypse happened. So uh Winking Skeever, number four for me. Uh so my number four. Uh this is probably honestly the most random one I have on here. And it was one that I wanted to throw in because um kind of the same reason as number five. It's uh a, a fandom I really love, and it's a scene that I uh like you know it's kind of in there for me um but my number four is the maidenhead from serenity um it is located on um i can't remember the planet name but Bo beaumont so anyway um but it's where mal and um zoe meet up with the twins and they're doing some scheming and river comes in and like beats the crap out of everybody mm -hmm and it's just a really cool scene um i love the firefly slash serenity universe like i just love all of that and i just think that those would be cool people to get drinks with anyway um and yeah i just wanted to add that on there uh i will say that's not one i thought of uh on my own but when i looked at that wikipedia article that was on there so oh. I wrote it up for all of the, these episodes that we're going to do, assuming that we do more, I wrote down uh, a larger selection and narrowed it down. Yeah, me too. And that's one I had written on there, but ultimately it got beat out by fandoms that mean more to me, I guess, uh, not to guess on Firefly. I did really love Firefly and the Serenity movie. Yeah. Um, Jesse, number three, what's your number three? Number three is Rosie's Bar. Uh, Rosie's Bar is from a little television show called MASH uh, 4077. I'm ashamed to say that Rosie's is the one on my list that I did not think of um, before I looked at that list on Wikipedia. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, of course, of course, Rosie's like, um, I think the reason that I wasn't thinking of it is because it's not a traditional fandom. You know, it's not right. sci-fi, fantasy, superhero type of show. But it is one of, if not my favorite television show. There's actually a lot of MASH actors going to um, our Indiana Comic Con, our first yeah. con of the season. So I was really excited to see that. Um, I know 
people kind of think of it as an old person's show maybe, but it really holds up. Um, unlike a lot of things, even from our youth where it's very uh, cringy at best or outright racist or misogynistic or transphobic at worst, MASH really holds up, uh, especially considering it was made in the 70s. Uh, if you haven't seen MASH, I know it's not a traditional fandom, but I cannot recommend it highly enough. It is beautiful, beautiful storytelling. Uh, you know, any important theme that we're still facing today, you know, and the acting, you could not act. Uh, you could not ask for better cast. Anyway, I really love MASH. You guys are going to hear me gush more about MASH. Paige is probably going to cut a lot of that mash gushing out, but you guys are going to hear me gush more about mash after Indiana Comic Con when we hopefully at least get to go to a panel. Um, I'll tell you, I'm not, you guys know I'm not normally one for meeting celebrities, getting autographs or something like that, but I would not be surprised if I come back from Indiana Comic Con with a couple of autographs. Uh, anyway, sorry I got drunk and talked about mash a whole bunch, but if you haven't, more of the story is if you have not seen mash, you better watch Smash, pal. Um, <clears throat> so my number three, uh, it's actually the second one I thought of, but it doesn't get my second ranking because of the sketch level. Uh, not that my number two isn't sketch also, but they're just, they're different kinds of sketch. So let me, let me break it down for you. Let's break down the sketch. <laughs> Let's have a sketch breakdown. Now we got to do like a breakdown. You got to do like a wiggity, I know, wiggity. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like a wiggity, 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 wiggity sketch breakdown. <laughs> That's a new jingle. Anytime we talk about something sketchy. Yeah. Uh, so my number three is The Bronze uh, from Buffy. Um, it is a, it's, it's weird. It's like this nightclub. Like this was the 90s. So it was this nightclub that teenagers like high schoolers could go to. It wasn't believable for for high schoolers because the rest of Buffy was Listen. the rest of Buffy was a documentary um but it was it was always busy like that's where like all the cool bands were playing they always had good music uh like they everybody always looked like they're having a good time so here's where the sketch comes in though is it was constantly raided by vampires just constantly so you got to think about your risk level here and you know am i attracted to some of those vampires that raided there yes but Bye. so sketch level it gets a three because you'd probably end up dead if you went there unless you were the slayer or in the scooby gang but it looked like a good time and it's really memorable for me like that was the first like right yeah like, what's your um, number two Number two, you're, I reckon you've probably already guessed my two and one. Number two, it was back and forth with two and one for me, but um, ultimately number two had to go to, to 10 forward. I wondered. 10 forward, if you're not aware, is the crew person's bar on the Enterprise in Star Trek The Next Generation, my personal favorite star trek series um the bartender for at least part of the series is Guinan, played by whoopi goldberg really 
really love Whoopi in that series. Um, um, they have a replicator, so you can have, you know, a replicated version of pretty much any food or drink you want. A lot of episodes have important plot. And uh, here's the thing, like, having a, like, the, of all the places on here, if I could pick one place to have a drink, the only place that would beat it would be my number one. Because, like, you could have a drink with Data, I'd be losing my shit. I, um, two, a lot of plot points happen in 10 Forward. Um, there's a 10 Forward party at Dragon Con. Uh, it's just, you know, TNG, again, love TNG. Had had to be 10 Forward, you know, for sheer lowness of sketchiness uh availability of just about any drink you know we've been to actual non-fandom bars where i cannot get a fucking manhattan because they do not have vermouth or at least sweet vermouth for, for me to get a manhattan sometimes they don't have bourbon so we've been to some sketchy places uh yeah so pin forward number two um uh you will not be surprised at my number one um, no, you won't be surprised at my number one even. I'm guessing it's the same, but we'll see. I think it's the same. <laughs> I thought um, it was the same when I put it, to be honest. My number two, here's the thing. Number you're going one, into the future. You're like, you're doing Ray Charles over there. Uh, I'm doing something else that's actually that's going what to. I'll say. I'm doing something else that's actually going to relate to my number oh two. Oh my God. Oh no. Oh, my shit. number two. That's a good one. You, I wish I had put that now. I know what it is now. Is Jesse and Paige at Con Vibes? It is what we aspire to be like at Con, the place we want to go, the Snake Hole Lounge from Parks and Rec. I that I did not think of it, but that is an excellent. I commend you on that choice. It's rare that I commend your opinion, but that was a solid, solid choice. Listen, it's different vibes from number one, but that's how we are. We are two different vibes most of the time. That's true. That's true. Snake Lounge is like... Snake Lounge is Saturday night at Dragon Con. <laughs> Absolutely. So for those of you that don't know, Snake Lounge is started by uh, Jean Ralphio and... Oh, Jean Ralphio. Jean Ralphio. And Jean Ralphio, Luke Picard. Oh, uh, somebody made that mashup. Somebody, I will call. I've just had a cosplay idea. Right at the down, quick. Um, Jean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Snake Lounge uh, is from Parks and Rec. Um, and it is opened by uh, Tom Haverford and Jean Ralphio. Um, and it's one of their many business ventures um, and it goes very poorly and everybody gets really shit-faced by the end of the night and you made me snake juice for my birthday one year I did make you snake juice for your birthday yeah, yeah it's just everybody's really drunk and just it's a, one of my favorite episodes of Park and, Parks and Rec it's just hilarious and Jesse and I quote it constantly so that had to be my number two it's Solid. good uh jesse what's our number one number one i think we may have the same we definitely I have will the same not season. if it is i picked the green dragon uh i figured uh i will say uh lord of the rings my favorite fandom 
both of our favorite fandom. Uh, the fandom that we have bonded over the most. We have matching tattoos from Lord of the Rings. We have separate uh, tattoos from Lord of the Rings. We, oh, that's true. We have multiple Lord of the Rings tattoos. I forgot that I have multiple Lord of the Rings tattoos. Uh, it's just everything about Lord of the Rings is comforting to me. It really and is. It's just like when I think of like where I want to like get a beer or whatever and like sit down and chill like if I'm not wanting like Saturday night at Dragon Con vibes I want to be at the Green Dragon like I want to sit yeah. have a beer listen to like hobbity music like chill music like and just or like a little like mandolin like do have some pipe and, like, weed ding did you say smoke pipe weed <laughs> smoke weed listen to Snoop Dogg chill out I said pipe weed yep pipe weed yep anyway green dragon uh, number yeah. one listen, of all the places like, if I had to pick one place like if you said you can only you can visit one fictional pub or inn what are you gonna pick I would pick the Green Dragon and Hobbiton. You know they're going to have good food. You yeah. know they're going to have good drinks. You know it's going to be comforting, warm, welcoming. You're going to hear good stories. You're going to feel like part of the family. When you're here, your family, it's the Olive Garden of Middle Earth, the Green Dragon. I can't tell if I'm proud or ashamed of that comment. <laughs> you're clapping, so I guess I should be proud. Yeah, so number one, the Green Dragon. I will say, kind of honorable mentions and just things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, I was going to put the Prancing Pony on my list as well. I also have that on my honorable mention. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, kind of sketch also, like, right some bad vibes there. It's important for plot reasons. Yeah. But I didn't want to have two from Lord of the Rings on And the it's list. not the good time that the Green Dragon is. No. Also, dragon or pony, which is cooler, dragon. Objectively, yeah. dragon. Yeah. Um, other honorable mention I had on my list at one time, but it got replaced by Moss Eisley, uh, the Winchester from Shaun of the Dead. Ah, yeah. Um, it ended up getting replaced just because the Winchester is like, I guess, other than like zombie plague of Coldplay. Did you guys know that? That that's members of Coldplay in the zombie plague? I did because teenage Jesse was very obsessed with Coldplay. Um, uh, so other than that, the Winchester is more like a legitimate English pub. So that's what beat it out on my list. Those are my two honorable mentions. I had um, Merlots from True Blood, but it was honestly just one that I thought of. Like Merlots and not Merlots. That's Merlots. Okay, I believe you. I haven't seen True Blood. Um, but it was just one that I thought of uh, when I was just like brainstorming bars. And then, um, oh, uh, Patty's Pub uh, from It's Always Sunny. I haven't seen all of It's Always Sunny, but my husband watches it a lot and I've seen enough of it to know. <laughs> That's uh, kind of how I am. I, I enjoy want it. To go there. Uh, the only one I'm sad I didn't think about is Snake Hole Lounge. I'm It'll not go. saying it would have beat out Moss Eisley, but it might have. It might have. It might have. I was really excited when I thought of it. And my whole list changed because I was like, oh no, 
This goes I did that several times. That's why for all of the top fives we're going to do, I came up with a list of several and then narrowed it down, rearranged stuff. Um, I really did put a lot of thought yeah. into all of them. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed this first uh, top five geek down. Um, you know, we might do some more. Uh, you'll have we to wait see if you have unless, unless someone is like this is definitely isn't the worst episode we've done let's be honest let's be honest <laughs> um you can submit ideas to us um yeah you if you liked this episode and you want to do more top fives uh send us some more top five ideas we i had a lot of fun coming up with this list legitimately yeah. so yeah. um you can do that on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We're also over on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. And we are on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. Um, those are really hard to keep uh, in line. And so Jesse really does have the right idea by just having one singular thing going. Yeah, baby. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with my alternate uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Gmail, I am at CosplayPod. Um, feel free to send to any of those sources corrections, um, your opinions about the top fives, your answers to I ask you a question, um, top five ideas, episode ideas, interesting plants and mushrooms, weird fish picks, you know, I love just weird stuff in general. I've really gotten into um, chinchillas lately. So if you want to send me uh, chipchilla videos, they just bring a lot of joy into my life. They're very cute. They hold a stick. Cons okay. we should go to, events we should go to, people we should have on the podcast uh, to interview. Uh, everybody we've had so far has been great. We've not, uh, you know, they're uh giving opinions that we cannot give they're offering perspectives that we cannot offer um, and we're making so, friends know, and yeah more importantly like i cannot tell you how much it means to me the friendships again even when you guys just submit an idea mm -hmm. uh, on instagram for it that me legitimately does mean a lot to me and i am a crusty old uh feral Correct. cat of a person yep so uh, you can also send our traditional email, which is cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. Uh, that's gmail.com. Are we done? We're done. <laughs> okay, bye! Bye! Here's the thing. I put five ounces of whiskey. How many shots is that? Alaska? No. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna be a Dave Matthews impression. Don't worry about it. Oh. I was gonna... I think I do. <laughs> that was Colonel Sanders. Never mind. <laughs> that was actually Foghorn oh. Leghorn and not Dave. <clears throat> <clears throat>